0: Hey everyone, you're listening to the Tea with Tanya podcast, and I'm your host, Tanya Ambrose. I'm a public health professional by day and your average tea-loving millennial and content creator by night. My goal for this podcast is to share public health stories, self-love and wellness tips to educate and empower and to promote positive living. This podcast is here to serve you. Join me in the tea tasting room to see what I have brewing for you. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Tea with Tanya podcast. Before I get into today's episode, I just want to really say thank you to each and every one of you who take the time out to listen to my podcast weekly. You know, you guys really, you know, you leave a review, you come into my DMs or my WhatsApp and you give me your feedback and it does not go unnoticed and I really appreciate it. You know, it motivates me to keep going. So I want to say thank you. I I feel like I record these episodes now just so I can... Wait and see what your feedback is going to be. So, thank you, thank you, thank you guys for listening and for showing the support. I'm almost at 500 downloads, and I am, you know, it's a small feat for some people, but this is a big feat or a huge feat for me, really and truly. So, I want to thank you guys for really and truly supporting me weekly. Now, in today's episode, I want to talk a little bit about, you know, what it's like to say no and setting boundaries. So, more or less, the power of saying no and setting boundaries. For ourselves and just when it comes to people. This is honestly something that I'm learning daily. I feel like, you know, setting boundaries and saying no, it's a form of self-care. You know, it brings me peace. And I'm on a quest to find genuine peace. And I'm no longer, guys, I am no longer in the business of pleasing people or explaining the reason why I don't do certain things anymore. So as you know, I'm I'm an advocate for therapy. I started therapy back in August, and let me tell you, it is the best thing. Has ever happened to me, so I'm gonna always, you know, sprinkle it here a little bit on this podcast because you know, it, like I told you guys in one of my episodes, it's a form of um, self care for me. But you know, since going to therapy, one thing that has come up quite often is that you know we say often when in fact it should be often. I remember I forgot what class it was, but anyway, quite often the need for setting healthy boundaries comes up in our session with and my therapist. You know, um, I feel like as I got older. I would always hear about, you know, setting boundaries, you need to do this, you need to do that. But, you know, I never thought it was something I would need to do, which is crazy to think that, you know, why would I not want to set boundaries when it comes to my life? You know, especially with the way in which things would have happened to me or would have gone in the past. But for me now, even though I'm still learning boundaries, boundaries really and truly, you know, they are the rules and guidelines we have to set, you and I, guys, we have to set for how people deal with us. We often say, no. we are the one, or we can tell someone, or we can encourage someone, or we, whatever it is it that we do, we can tell a person how we want to be treated. And because we may not speak up, I'm raising my hand here, because that, that used to be me too, because we do not speak up and we allow these people to do certain things to us. They think that, you know, okay, I can continue treating Tanya this way because she's not saying anything. So it, uh, it's obvious that she either likes it or, you know, what, just doesn't give a damn. I don't know what it is, but you know what, I'm just going to... Treat her this way because she's not rebutting or anything, you know. And I feel that that's why it's important for us to set boundaries. So, what exactly is a boundary or what are boundaries? And you know, what I mean, I'm always doing some kind of research. So, I found this article on positivepsychology.com and it says boundaries can be physical or emotional and they can range from being loose to rigid with healthy boundaries often falling somewhere in between. And you know, for me these days, I need to set or build better boundaries. This is how I determine how others treat me. Because guys, you know, I've said this probably before on my blog, but you know, I've had people, not necessarily, you know, you know, let me just be honest. I've had people treat me bad. I've had people not show up in moments where I really needed them. And, you know, I still like, I would give them multiple chances. I just, I would just complain to maybe some other friend, or I would just keep it in my head and, you know, talk to my mirror or just take it on in a way that, you know, it start, it would start stressing me out and become toxic or, Unhealthy when it came to my mental health because you know these are the things that I was allowing in my life. And when I sit and think about it, at times I realized that you know I was really a people pleaser and saying no, even though I know I needed to, was never an option. I'm gonna read something that I found in my journal that I wrote a few months back, and it says, "I don't like saying no to others because it made it made me feel or makes me feel unreliable. It makes me feel sad or uncomfortable." Not being there for others because it makes me feel like a failure to those counting on me. It makes me feel like a bad person. You know, guys, and these are words that came directly from a journal entry that I had a few months ago. And I'm like, wow, you know, because sometimes, you know, you journal and you go back, you can just find out like, where you were, what headspace you were in months before. And I was like, wow, those words really came from me, Tanya. Like, girl, what's wrong with you? But I remember, you know, because I'm this person, I'm going to support you, you know, especially when it comes to the content creation. I'm going to support you because I know what it's like to get that engagement. Mm-hmm. I know what it's like to have people support you. So I'm going to genuinely support you. And it was just never reciprocated. You know, I was always available for people. And I realized that recently, too, that people are just honestly not afraid to say no to me. And, you know, when they would say no, I often realized that, you know, I would get offended or I would, for some type of way, I'm like, who are you to say no to me or say no to. A favor, excuse me, that I'm asking for, and I used to feel real bad. I used to get in my feelings, got like deep, deep, deep in my feelings. People were not afraid to tell me no, and I used to be big mad when they said no. And I was like, wow, you know, I'm always readily available. I'm always trapping, you know, what I am doing to cater to you, and you're not even afraid to tell me no without no, no explanation. It's just no. So, um, I've just been trying to, you know, start saying no, understanding in my no, and it is what it is, you know. Uh, On my last episode, when I had Nikima on, we said we have to stop doing things for others, you know, put people in some categories, you know what I'm saying? Because really and truly, guys, when we have lack of boundaries, and I heard this somewhere, when we have lack of boundaries, it tends to let us lose trust, in our judgment or question ourselves. And I know that when I saw that, I was like, oh, that's the word, because that described me. It's like, wow, am I making the right decision? You know, I'm just doubting or just, you know, these different things and, you know, Something that my therapist said to me, you know, she's like, you know, you need to learn to, before you say yes to anything, at least try to take three things off of my plate on my to-do list. And I was like, hmm, interesting. And I feel like, you know, for me, I've done things in the past that would have put me on the back burner just to please other people. And then in the end, it came back and it had an impact, an negative impact on me mentally, physically, you know, even educationally, to be quite honest with the things, the decisions that I've made, so... Every time I'm like, somebody asks me something, I'm like, you know, before I can say yes, I have to make sure I can take three things off of my plate or sometimes even if there's nothing, I'm just going to say no because I'm not in that headspace right now. I want to say also say here, I feel like I'm going on and on, but you know, I'm just speaking my truth today, guys. How people react to you, how they react or respond to you setting boundaries, let me tell you, it is none of your business I'm a big fan of Sarah Jakes Roberts, right? And she's a great motivational speaker, you know, Christian leader, these different things. And she has a podcast, it's called Woman Evolved. And she also, I, well, you know, I'm part of the Mind Your Business Ministry. People do mind our business, you know, X, Y, Z, it's so fun. But yeah, I say I'm part of her, Mind Your Business Ministry, because I said this before on the podcast. Whenever I step out of not minding my business, guys, I oftentimes end up in problems like The minute I step out and just go against the grain and, you know, what is gossiping or just not minding my business, guys, I always end up in trouble. And I'm like, you know what? No, I made a decision at least four years ago that I'm going to continue to mind my business. No, don't get me wrong. The business come to me. I'm going to take it, but I'm going to still mind that business. You know what I mean? I'm not going to step out (laughs) out of line. Yeah, you know, how they respond to how we, when we're making our boundaries now, it's none of our business. You know, stand in your truth. Because, I mean, you can be more at peace and in turn, you can create better relationships, you know, with your family, friends, co-workers and partner. And I realized, you know, in those moments when I sit and I think and I'm like, you know, these people, they weren't afraid to say no to me. That was them setting their boundaries. You know, who am I to be upset because they said no, you know, they're not obligated to do anything for me or, you know, run to my aid or just drop everything and come and help me. You know, I feel like that's where sometimes we often get things wrong. like we think. Sometimes we have a sense of entitlement to be honest and I feel like sometimes I do have that because I feel like if I am because I'm the person that's always there for most people, I tend to expect that they're gonna reciprocate that same or that very thing that I'm doing for them or I would have done for them. So um but yeah when we set boundaries, you know, we tend to develop or create better relationships, you because know, that person, you know, you know what, this is you know, they would just know what to do and what not to do. And it just opened the line of communication. It may honestly make life so much more easier because I realized that I've been doing that. I've been doing that in the past, like, and I've had to learn my limits. I've had to just say no, and you know, so it could just be for the smallest thing. What I just want was not in the mind or didn't have the mental capacity to do anything. Two, I'm just was just not in the mood, and that's okay too. So before I used to say no, and then I'll give a long piece of last why I'm saying no, and then me doing that, it just ends up to me saying yes, and it was just like it was not healthy, you know. So I had to get to a place where I had to say no and keep it moving. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm not always the there with my goals as far as my boundary setting, but, you know, I am better now with speaking up. Oh, if something is bothering me, or oh, I'm better at, you know, if I'm saying no, standing in my no. Sometimes if I do give an explanation, that's fine, but the answer is going to still be no. Sometimes I do feel bad for saying no as well, but I feel like, you know, it's for the betterment of myself. If I'm not, you know, I can't pull from, from an empty cup there have been times when i've poured from an empty cup and i'm guys want to tell you you know you have a juice or water or whatever in a cup or whatever and you can you know the ice is melts and then you can pour that cup and you can still see you can get that last piece of draining well let me tell you that i was pouring from the cup that was so empty that there was not even any <laughs> draining for you to even try to get that last drip that's the many times i've poured from a dry empty glass or cup but um to help with boundary setting or building, you know, I'm going to share an article that I found. And I found this a few months ago, you know, when I first started, like, my therapy. And we are talking about I need to set healthy boundaries. And I'll make sure I put the link in the description to that article as well so you can read and, you know, see if it can be helpful for you. But it's called 10 Ways to Build and Preserve Better Boundaries. And it was written by someone called Margarita Tatokovsky. I hope I'm saying her name right. She offers some insight into building better boundaries and maintaining them. There are ten of them, ten of them. And I'm gonna read them really quickly guys, but I am gonna put their link in the description. But she offers some insight into building better boundaries and maintaining them. And of course you know more about shame and if something that speaks to me I'm pretty sure it'll speak to you guys from time to time. And it says the first one is name your limits. You can't set good boundaries if you're unsure of where you stand. So identify your physical, emotional, mental and spiritual limits. Consider what you can tolerate and accept and what makes you feel uncomfortable or stressed. Those feelings help us identify what our limits are. I like that. The other one is tune into your feelings. Ooh, that's a good one. The author, she has observed two key feelings in order audience that are red flags or cues that we're letting go of our boundaries. Discomfort and resentment. She suggested thinking of these feelings on a continuum from 1 to 10. 6 to 10 is in the higher zone. If you're at the higher end of this continuum during an interaction or in a situation, ask yourself, what is causing this? What is it about the interaction or the person's expectation that is bothering me? Resentment usually comes from being taken advantage of or not appreciated. Ooh, child, I can speak to this. It's often a sign that we're pushing ourselves either beyond our own limits because we feel guilty and want to be a good daughter or wife or friend, for instance, or someone else is imposing their expectation. Views or values on us. When someone acts in a way that makes you feel uncomfortable, that's the issue to us that they may be violating or crossing a boundary. Now, guys, can you believe that? Be direct. With some people, maintaining healthy boundaries doesn't require a direct and clear-cut dialogue. Usually, this is the case if people are similar in their communication styles, views, personalities, etc. With others, such as those who have a different personality or cultural background, you'll need to be more direct about your boundaries. Number four, give yourself permission. Ooh. Fear, guilt, and self-doubt are big potential pitfalls. We might fear the other person's response if we set and enforce our boundaries. We might feel guilty by speaking up or saying no to a family member or friend. Many believe that they should be able to cope with a situation or say so yes because they are a good daughter or son, even though they feel drained or taken advantage of. We might wonder if we even deserve to have boundaries in the first place. Child, let me tell you, I had to give myself permission to say no, and standing that no. Number five is practice self-awareness. You know, again, boundaries are all about honing in on your feelings and honoring them. If you notice yourself slipping and not sustaining your boundaries, ask yourself, what's changed? What am I doing? What is the other person doing? What do I have control over? Number six is consider your past and your present. How you were raised along with your role in your family can become additional obstacles in setting and preserving boundaries. If you held the role of a caretaker, you learn to focus on others, letting yourself be drained emotionally or physically. Ignoring your own needs might have become the norm for you. Also, think about the people you surround yourself with. Are the relationships reciprocal? Is there a healthy give and take? Girl, let me tell you people, I can relate to number six for sure. Um, Number seven, make self-care a priority. You guys know I did an episode few weeks back about prioritizing self-care and this is number seven on ways you can build and preserve your boundaries it says you know um yeah make self-care a priority which is, which involves giving yourself permission to put yourself first when we do this our need and motivation to set boundaries become so much stronger number eight is to seek support if you're having a hard time with boundaries seek some sort of support whether it's support from a group you know church counseling coaching or even just good friends you know with friends or family you can even make it a priority with each other to practice setting boundaries together and hold each other accountable. I've done something similar to this with my best friend. And you know, it's as my father would like to tell me, I learned the hard way. So even though she's tried with me, you know, sometimes I still just go and do my own thing. But you know, I've come a long way and through therapy I've been able to, you know, work in building better boundaries. Number nine, be assertive. And of course that's not enough to create boundaries. We actually have to follow through. Even though we know intellectually that people aren't mind readers, we still expect others to know what hurts us. That is a fact, the author said. Since they don't, it's important to assertively communicate with the other person when they've crossed a boundary, of course, in a respectful way. Number 10 is says, start small. Like any new skill, assertively communicating your boundaries takes a lot of practice. She, um, the author decided, you know what, you should start with a small boundary that isn't threatening to you and then incrementally increase the more challenging boundaries. Build upon your success. And at first, try not to take on something that feels overwhelming. As the author said in the end of her article, setting boundaries, take courage, practice and support. And remember that that is a skill that you can master. Now guys, you know, I'm I'm happy I did read those. I hope that, um, This episode, you know, gave you such an insight about, you know, standing, you know, the power of saying no and setting boundaries for yourself. Um, But before I go, basically what I said was when it came to setting boundaries with other people, but we need to learn to set boundaries for ourselves. And that can mean and look so many different ways. For me right now, these days, you know, it's something as simple as this, like number 10 said, start small. For me, it's a situation where I... Limit my time on social media. Because I know sometimes I can allow social media to cloud certain judgments that I make. And then it also make me decide, you know what, am I, I'm not trusting my judgment anymore because of the content that I'm consuming on social media. Decide how much time. Like for me, like I told you guys in episode one, I think it was, or episode two, I started this thing where I'm only giving myself two hours on social media. I started out, like I told him, I'm not date my growth yet. And then I found myself, wow, oh, two hours went by and by midday... I've already used up my two hour, you know, time on social media and then, you know, I had to add one more hour, then I was up to three hours. I'm like, no what, girl, you gotta get disciplined. Like, what's the whole point of trying to limit yourself and set these boundaries for yourself like this? And you're out here adding on more time to the amount of time you were gonna be on social media. So I um I decided to you know, limit two hours a day. And uh, it's been working. Some days I don't use it full two hours. Some days I do. And, you know, my phone locks me out. It's like, do you need more time? And I'm like, no, you know what? You gotta, you know, you gotta create that healthy boundary. And for me, like I said, I know how social media can get to me sometime. So that's something of boundary I'm setting for myself. Another thing that I'm doing is my time. I'm setting boundaries with my time, you know? I am I'm gonna be easily accessible to some people. I am going to be, I'm gonna put my phone out. Like for me these days, the last few weeks I've been, not necessarily going to bed early. There are days when I'm in the bed by seven, I'll give you that. But I've been putting my phone down between the hours of seven and nine, I'm putting my phone down. Or oh, I'll say eight and nine because seven is a tad bit early, you know, I'm still talking to my parents or whatever. But between eight and nine, I am not on the phone. I'm either plugging in that phone to charge, am watching TV, I'm reading the book, or I'm just not on my phone, you know? Um, I feel like, you know, unless it's, I do leave, because, you know, even though your phone is on vibrate, you can still hear that vibration. You know, I do leave my phone oh, I leave my ear cut. So I can just in case something and someone is calling, is an emergency, especially given the times that we're in. We need to be, in a sense, accessible just in case we have family members or close friends that we need to communicate with. But I feel like for me, in that sense, I go to sleep knowing that I would have spoken to the people that I need to talk to that day. If it's a situation where there's an emergency, you know, I have my sisters who I live with and the people who are relevant or important that matter to me, they have my sister's, you know, phone number or where they can contact them, even on social media. So I feel like if I am setting that boundary by not using my phone after 8 p.m. at night and something were to happen, then I know if it really is important, they can reach out to my sisters or whatever family member and get me. That's kind of a way that I'm doing when it comes to setting boundaries for myself. I have to limit myself at my screen time. Because, you know, I find that when I'm on my phone all night and then I'm trying to go to bed, you know, it's a situation where um I can't sleep at night. So yeah, guys, that's, that's just the end of today's episode. You know, that's a little bit into, you know, setting healthy boundaries and saying, no, I'll probably go in depth more as far as, you know, the whole setting boundaries in another episode, but... You know, that's all I wanted to share with you guys today. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I try to keep it short and sweet. And of course, you know, before I go, guys, I don't have anything that I'm diving into right now. I'm still reading the same book, but I'll put the link to that book again that I'm reading. I do want to say thank you, thank you, thank you again for listening, for tuning in. But guys, please, please, please make sure that you are liking the episode and you are leaving a review on apple podcast for sure for sure and that will make sure that you know my podcast get more views well i'm saying views but more downloads and these different things so make sure you guys at the end of every episode leave that review leave a comment for me on apple podcast again guys this episode was all about taking or standing on you know, the power of saying no and setting healthy boundaries for ourselves and with the people that we have around us and I did with sh- an article that, st- that spoke about 10 ways to build and preserve better boundaries. We mentioned name your limits, tune into your feelings, be direct, give yourself permission, practice self-awareness, consider your past and present, make self-care a priority, that's a fact, seek support, be assertive, and of course, start small. Just say no. And let like my therapist tell me no is a complete sentence. No, period. No, full stop don't ask me why or don't ask me oh you know stop guys don't even think about dropping what is it that you're doing for somebody else because they won't do it for you especially when you know they won't do it for you anyway that's all that's all i'm gonna say be sure to like make sure you leave a review and i'll see you in the tea tasting room next week thank you have a good day